the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-T to claim your free bet today. Yes, sir. We are here in this playoff time, playoff action. It's the guy. It's the voice. It is me, the villain. Villain rail, really real. Terrell from a junior here at your service. And we are breaking down game one WNBA action. And I got my main man, 100 Grand, with me. Scott Studio, Rachel. Scott, what's going on? Playoffs. Talking about the playoffs? <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. All right. Hey, there's is really nothing else to talk about. It's been a, a great long season and we do have updated odds and futures for the playoff market. We could also recap how we did on the last show. I basically gave out a Briggs truck bet and then Seattle ended up not benching anybody. But now we have two bridge trucks. So they Vegas covered anyway. So I guess it worked out. I got taken off the hook there. Because Vegas ended up really doing a great job at the end of the third quarter, especially, and late in the fourth. I'm trying to think of anything else to cover. The only thing that was really shocking to me, which is why our overall ATS record on the last episode was not great. Why did no teams bench anybody? Yeah, I don't. I guess I, I don't. It's a it's meaningless game for like half it. the league. It, I, I didn't yeah. get it, but we saw Washington try, Seattle tried. Chicago tried after Vegas already won. Yeah, it, it really didn't make any sense. And Dallas, I guess I understand because they weren't playing that well and you want to put your best foot forward into the playoffs and the Sparks are a lost cause anyway. So I can't say that one totally surprised me. Mm-hmm. But the other games, I just don't know why you would use your starters, especially some players who battled injuries in the past. I don't know why Deladon played for Washington. I, I don't understand that one, but... I got the lock, which was nice. Uh, you got the lock. You had the Liberty. Yep. Uh, three and a half, I think, or? Yeah, three and, and a half. half. So yeah. four and a half didn't cash because of a late last second layup. Yep. And it was the back end of the number. I got it in at three and a half, so I just made it. So we both hit the locks. We both lost the dogs, but still pretty good episode. Yeah, yeah, no, really, really good episode. All right, real quick before we... Keep moving on. Let's look into new championship odds for the WNBA. Thetis Mercury 150 to 1. New York Liberty 60 to 1. Dallas Wings 50 to 1. Washington Mystics 12 to 1. Seattle Storm plus 650. Connecticut Sun plus 375. Chicago Sky plus 225. And Las Vegas Aces are still the consensus favorite at plus 160. Well, first big takeaway is that 201 is down to 61 at Wimbet. So that's that's pretty good right there in, in itself. If you I can shop around. I even I even found some 50 to ones out there. It's yeah. something that were still 100 to one. I found 100 to one still available, but that was a separate rant, which I tweeted about. There was one book that I can actually say on the air because we're roasting them. So it's not a matter of free publicity. Uh, Fox bet had four teams that were eliminated from the WNBA playoffs still available to bet on to win the title. Is that illegal? Uh, I don't it's know if it's up. illegal that's, that's what or that ingenious. Is. 
I don't know if it's illegal or in jeans. Either way, the point is, I know WinBet doesn't have that happen to you, but be careful because WNBA books are sleeping on it. An illegalized sports book allowed you to bet on teams that already were eliminated. Be careful out there. And that's why we always plug win because win's reliable. Yep, very much so. All right, before we get into our in-game breakdown, let's talk about win bet since we're talking about how reliable they are because now is the perfect time for new customers who bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, is the best place to bet baseball because they give you reduced juice on baseball games. You're getting the best odds than any other book. Plus, Win also released their first QB with five touchdown props. We've already talked about Russell Wilson. That's going to be a pretty good bet. I I didn't I didn't say it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's Lamar Jackson. I, I feel like Lamar Jackson can come out and give five touchdowns against the Jets. So I'm just going to throw Lamar Jackson into that into that pool as well. Definitely going to try to go hit that bet. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer such a change terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we're also brought to you by Odds Trader because Odds Trader is the – Best place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can even compare different sign-up codes and promotion codes from the sports books to make sure you get the best deal. They give you handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring, player statistics, key game statistics, projected weather, and a bet tracker so you can track all of your game day bets. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, Scott, let's get into this game one breakdown. We have four game ones in WNBA to kick things off over at WinBet tomorrow. Well, let's just go and say Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. The Wednesday slate, 8 p.m. Eastern. The New York Liberty are in Chicago to play the Chicago Sky in the first game of the playoffs. Minus 400 on the money line for the Sky, plus 310 for the New York Liberty, minus 8.5 for the Chicago Sky, 165.5, no, 9.5, 165 on the total. Going to preview an injury report for this game, but as I'm pretty sure, it's mainly clear. Yep, nothing to report for the New York Liberty, nothing to report for the Chicago Sky. All right, here we are, first game of the playoffs. Let's look and see what these two teams have done against each other in the – hold on. I lost Liberty it. have been competitive for the most yeah. part. The first yeah, meeting have. was a bloodbath, which was one of the first games of the year. Chicago won by 30-plus. But all the other games have been decided within, I believe, eight points. Yep. The Chicago Sky have won outright. Three of – three won outright versus the New York Liberty. Covered two, lost one, pushed another – and they are also two and two to the over under in those games, actually. So this is this is tough because it's been a different Liberty team, like you said, since the beginning of the season. And they they've listened to the scores of these games. 88, 86 Chicago Sky, 83, 80 New York Liberty, 89, 81 Chicago Sky. All these games have been here. All the rest of those games have been under this eight and a half spread, but this spread has gone up since opening at seven. Money is coming in on the sky, and is there a good reason for it? Defending champions at home. 
Yeah, I, I, it's it the only reason like I could it. think of. I and mean, you know, they're the second seed. New York's the seven seed. They barely made the playoffs. They're under five hundred. But that Chicago Sky team was a five hundred team last year. I I just think that I like the New York Liberty in this spot. They've been able to hold serve with the Sky ever since that first game of the season. And this is the healthiest that they've been since then, I think, as well. So I don't know. I think the New York Liberty are able to utilize what they can do on the offensive side of the basketball and what they do shooting the three and how proficient they are shooting the three. And also the Chicago Sky's inability to stop anybody from shooting the three. Like they've given up a bunch of threes over the course of this season. And as of right now, over the past five games, they've been up three, 37.9%. Let's just go ahead and call it 38, 38% from three. That's not, you know, it's not the worst, but it's not good at all. You give, you give that New York Liberty 38% from three and you're going to struggle. So I don't know. I think the Liberty offensively can match what the Chicago Sky can do. I think they can. I'm actually pretty optimistic, not just because I got 420 to one and now they're down to 50 to one, but I do like the way that the Liberty secured the playoff spot. They had the no show against Phoenix. Then they lost to Dallas. I had money on Dallas because Dallas was trying to clinch a playoff spot in front of its home fans. And I took advantage of it. And then you look and Natasha Howard did not play in that game. So that's kind of excusable. And then after that, they were in full gut check mode. They needed to basically win out. They had a rematch against a Dallas team that might not have been motivated, but they took advantage and won by 18 on the road. Then they played two games against the Dream, which they basically needed to win. And they won both. So I'm aware that an unmotivated Dallas team and an underwhelming Dream team, uh, not no pun intended there, Uh, aren't exactly good comparisons for the sky. But I do like the fact that the Liberty were able to build up some confidence. Natasha Howard was able to get a little bit healthier. She had a big three-pointer in the end of that game on Sunday, which basically put it on ice. And Laney's looked solid. And I think the most optimistic thing that the Liberty fans can look forward to is the fact that they won a must-win game despite Ionescu playing terribly. Yep, She was awful. On Sunday, one for twelve. One for twelve. If I told you going in a couple months ago that that UNESCO is going one for twelve, do you think the Liberty win the game? They got blown. Hell no. So the fact that they were able to actually win means that this team is deeper than people realize. Mm -hmm. Plus, Johannes is a ridiculous three point shooter. I was just about to talk about Maria. Johannes has been going crazy the past few games. Kyla Corver. Yeah, <laughs> but still, she's really, really good. But the point is, I do think the Sky are the better team. Obviously, they're a big mm-hmm. favorite in the series, but I do like that the Liberty have kept it close for the last three meetings. And I do think that the Liberty could, keyword could, avoid getting swept in this series. It's two out of three, so I think they could win one of these two games. I think there's value on the Liberty, though, because the Sky down the stretch had a shot there at the one seed lost to Seattle at home, then they lost to the Aces on the road, and they beat a Phoenix team that isn't very good. So I'm not going to overreact to the Phoenix game there because Phoenix was, I guess, competing for seeding, but they already clinched a playoff spot when Minnesota lost. Mm -hmm. So it didn't really matter. I think there's value on the Liberty, but I guess the one thing that I'm a little bit wary of, are you better off betting it now at eight, or do you think the line keeps going up? Because I'm trying to figure out who would fade the defending champions at home in the first playoff game. 
and I'm assuming more money will come in on the sky. Didn't the Liberty close at like nine, nine and a half? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I assume so, and maybe I think that I think that two things are going to happen. This is why I'm waiting to bet this one. It's either they close and I get a better number on the Liberty closer mm-hmm. to 10, which is what I would like, or that reverse line movement kind of comes in and that line, that line actually comes down. And then at that point it's a lock for me because all this money coming in on, on Chicago, why would the line ever drop? Yeah. So I, I think I just want to kind of wait to bet this one, but I'm leaning Liberty here. It just feels like too many points. One for a playoff game versus a team that's actually pretty decent. Like the New York Liberty are actually a pretty decent team. Because they got one of their best players back, so their overall record doesn't indicate the impact that Laney had because she missed most of the season. Yeah, I think I like the New York Liberty in the first half a little bit better. Just I think they come out and say that, hey, we have to get after it. You know, well, they've they had need a, to. They they've had very very slow starts over the past few games. It's and all these games have been must win games. And they've had very, very slow starts against Dallas, against Atlanta, and they battled back and been able to, you know, overcome that. I know that somewhere in their mind, they have to think we have to get out fast against this team. We can't go out there and lay an egg early or we're going to get run out the gym. And so I'll, I'll take a first half play on New York Liberty here. I think that they can cover that number in the first half and keep things close. I'm a little bit concerned for the championship pedigree of the sky coming in later in the second half, but I'll go ahead and lean with them on the points for the full game. But I think that first half play for the New York Liberty is a better play for me. Can we also acknowledge for a second how stupid the actual location uh, of each game is? Because it's a two out of three series. So you'd assume one, one, one. The Sky mm-hmm. have game one and game two at home, and then the mm-hmm. Liberty have game three at home if there's a game three. How does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> right. it, it, I, I don't know. I, I know you want to save money on travel, but like, come on. Like, this, that, that's really what's going to be annoying, especially if you like underdogs, because you have to win one of the two road games and you can't rely on hedging midway through if they defend home court, because there is no home court. You have to win one of the two on the road in order to have the right to host a playoff game, which is yeah. next level stupid. Yeah. I I think the Liberty I, got a shot. So I think they have a shot. I really do. But I would feel so much better if Vanessa Bryant just came out and said that she's taking all the girls to the game because I would just know, all right, like Sabrina's going to go off. And, you know, when they won that other game, Vanessa Bryant, that was Vanessa Bryant and the girls' first time seeing the game. And so I don't know if she's texting Sabrina like, hey, look, something. I don't know. I just need some of that mop of mentality to, to you know, rub on Sabrina because they got to get one of these two games. Like like you said, it, they have to get one of the two games at home. It kind of sucks to be playing both of these two games on the road, but they got to they gotta steal one of these. And, you know, maybe the best one is when nobody least suspects it, that first game. And then the sky come and try to, you know, that second game, tighten things up a little bit. I like the chances for – I'm not sold on the money line just yet in this one, but I like getting this many points. I'm looking at the series order, which is available, so you can actually bet on which team's going to win each game and try to do a prediction mm-hmm. through that. So the sky to sweep is minus 160. 
which okay. makes sense because both games are at home and yeah. they're minus 430 or minus I mean, they're going to be eight-point favorites in both games. That's what I'm saying. So that makes sense. I mean, you can look at it that way. Now, if you do want to, if you do think that the Liberty have a shot, I'll ask you this. Do you think the Liberty are going to win the series or have a shot to win the series? Or do you just think that one win is the ceiling for the Liberty in this matchup? I think, I think every team, every team that is the dog, I think they have a chance to win the series if they still win. Except for one. Yeah. Except well, for yeah, one except, team. Yeah, yeah, except for one. But either way, the, the preference is, what I'm trying to say is, I feel like if you steal one of the two games, you're going to have a chance because you have that last game at home in front of your fans and you know what it's going to mean for everybody. So yeah. it really puts the pressure on – It puts the, this format puts the pressure on the top seed to sweep. You have to win both games at home. And if you can't do that, then you're royally screwed because now you're going, you know, on the road. Some people are making a pretty long trip for that road game. So I think everybody, you know, almost everybody is in play. And so I can't say that I don't think that the Liberty, I think it's either sweet or Liberty win. Let's say that it's either sweet or the Liberty win. I don't think it's a situation where Chicago goes on the road in New York and gets that win and what this New York team has been able to do over the past couple of weeks. Well, you have options because if you think the Liberty take game one and the Sky take game two, then the Sky winning uh, game... Let me just see if I got this order here. Okay, so the Sky winning game two and game three is six to one with the Liberty winning game one. And the Liberty to win game one and game three is 10 to one. You want to take that approach. Now, uh, besides that, those are really the only two I would be tempted by. Do I think the Liberty could take game two? I guess, but I really think they need to put the pressure on in game one because I think that if they go into game one and Chicago handles it, I think the best chance the Liberty have is the fact that since the Sky have not seen them at full strength, they come out and surprise them in game one. I think game two, Chicago can make the adjustments, but I think this is, I don't want to say the best chance for the Liberty to win a road game, but I, I give them a better chance of winning game one than game two. I'm going to officially give out that 2-0 sweep for the Chicago Sky at minus 160. Okay. I, th- I think that these are close games. I think these are interning games. But I'm just going to survive. I'm not survive, but I'm just going to side with the team that has the championship pedigree and has that depth lineup of Kalia Copper, Candace Parker, Courtney Vandersloot, and Ali Quickly and Meesman. I, I, I just think that's a lot to overcome for a series. I think... New York is going to be really good. And if I'm wrong, then I do think New York wins the series if they win one of these games at on the road. I think All I know is if, they, if they win one of these two games, I'm hedging. I mean, yeah. I, I can't actually hedge right now because, I mean, it's a minus 430. I, I get it. I could chop around and this guy should win the series. I'm not going to be blind towards a 20-something thousand dollar payday because it's not going to happen. But in reality... I think the Liberty are actually a bit undervalued because of the fact that Laney came back. Yeah. Well, I think they can hang around, but I'm also not blindly taking the local team. I think the Sky should win this series probably in two, maybe in three. But I do think this game is going to be closer, and there might be a couple of scoreboard moments where you're watching maybe another game, mm-hmm. and you see it's a two-point game with three minutes to go. And mm-hmm. go, what happened there? I thought Chicago was good. Like, no, Chicago is good. The Liberty are just underrated. Yeah, I agree. All right. So for me, officially, uh, sky, sky sweep at minus 160. We both are on the Liberty on the spread in this game. I like the Liberty in the first half. 
as well. Total, anything? I think I'm leaning unders in game ones, just hoping that there's a little bit of tightness and nervousness. And we've seen in the NBA, I'm not sure if it's going to translate to the WNBA, but the yeah. referees tend to swallow their whistles a little bit more come playoff mm -hmm. time as they should because they get every single free throw matters a lot more in the playoffs. So I'm hoping that it's similar to what we saw on Friday night with the Liberty and the Dream, mm -hmm. where we saw the referees kind of just let them play and the game went under. And I yeah. think you're going to see a similar story. So I'm actually going to link to the under in pretty much all of these playoff games because I do think the referees are going to let them play a bit more. I agree. I'm with you. Four unders. All right. Moving on to the next game in the slate. For Wednesday, we have at 10 p.m. on the East Coast, Phoenix Sun, not Sun. Wow, I'm over here in the NBA. It's all good. Phoenix Mercury playing the Las Vegas Aces, minus 15 for the Aces, opened up at minus 14, 167 and a half. Going to look for an injury report for the Phoenix Mercury. Scott Diggins Smith is still out for personal reasons. Don Tarasi is still out for the rest of the season. We have Kia Nurse, who's still out. Can you just Kia shout Davis, out what the series price is? That's really all that matters. Can you just shout out the series price just so we can I all laugh for a second? Don't you have it? I don't have it. Uh, you can shop around and find different lines. Uh, one Eric book. Hambry is still out as well for the Aces. So you have a choice if you really want to shop around. You have either the Aces to win the series at minus 2,000 or the Aces to win the series at minus 4,000. So have fun. I mean, I... I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not. Aces 2 nothing is minus 600. Minus 600. Well, there's nothing I'm touching series-wise on this. Of course not. But I, I want to give Phoenix credit and blindly take Phoenix, but just nothing. I can't. Nothing. I mean, maybe a letdown. I, I don't know how you have a letdown spot going into in game, game one of at home. I got I don't first think game of playoffs after that. But we just saw one of the greatest games we ever seen. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I maybe maybe in game two, but I think game one is just a bloodbath. I think the Aces win both games in the series by twenty plus. The uh, the main I, takeaway that I actually had besides the fact that the Storm and the Aces are really good. I was trying to just figure out what the weakness of this Aces team is mm -hmm. besides a little bit of some sloppy play at times. I don't know how Phoenix can match up with any position. They're outmatched in every single position grouping. What do they have? They're going to get killed. I, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't even... Fathom. This when is Asia really Wilson bad. made some shots, and we know Plum is really good. They're both competing for Player of the Year. I think Brianna Stewart. I think she won the award, right? They announced it yesterday. No, she uh, she won the AP. She won the AP. So yeah, I think I think Brianna is so going to win. I believe she closed as the MVP favorite at like minus one ten. But you thought, okay, you know, Plum and Asia, you got two of the top three MVP candidates, and then Gray off. Then Gray goes for thirty plus against the Storm. And you look over and go, how does anybody stop this team? They scored yeah, they 107. The they scored 100 plus points against a Storm team that's very, very good. And the Mercury, I just think they get run out of the building. Like, I don't know how they're supposed to keep this close besides just hoping that the Aces brick every shot because they don't match up with anybody. 
Yeah, just give me the aces minus 15. <laughs> I, got, I got to take no, it. It's I mean, no handicap. Just give me For motivation and everything, I don't know how the aces don't score 90 plus points in like each game and how they don't just run it out in the first half. They should be up 15 plus at halftime in this game, in my opinion. I just think Vegas comes out, blitzes them. They're up 10 after a quarter, and it's all she wrote. That's what I see. Yeah. Especially with the Mercury being atrocious on the road. Oh, I forgot about road. They're really bad on the road. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're just going to just uh, I assume that they get blown out by 20. All right. Moving on to the next game of the slate. That was really easy. Thursday, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, we have the Dallas Wings playing the Connecticut Sun. Minus 10 for the Sun. 163 on the total. Let's go look at an injury report here for the Connecticut Sun. And the same long-term injuries there. Pretty clean injury report for them. And for the Dallas Wings, we have Isabel Harrison, who is questionable with the shoulder injury. And as we all know, Enrique Gumawale is still out and will not make this first round series. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think that Dallas is a live dog. I think Dallas is a live dog because of what the talent that they already have, how Tierra McGowan's been playing of late. She's like been um, absolutely, as Moonoff would say, absolutely fantastic as of late. And what I know Alicia Gray can do taking over a game. I need Isabel Harrison to play though. She's a very good piece added to this team as well, but I don't know. I don't trust the Connecticut. The Connecticut Sun have just been too wishy-washy for me to just trust them in a playoff game, giving 10 points. I I don't know about you. I don't, I don't trust that the offense can stay fluent enough over the course of an entire game to warrant 10 points. I think this Dallas team is slightly underrated because Arike is not playing. And while Arike is an, a, a tremendous player and – I'm not taking anything away from her. It is addition by subtraction a little bit because she can get a little ball dominant and, you know, take a lot of tough shots. And when the tough shots don't go her way, a percentage goes down and that really negatively impacts the team. Now it's not like they're like, oh, we got to force the ball to this person in the playoffs. Everybody plays that team basketball. Everybody goes out there and everybody's touching the ball is the best way that Dallas plays basketball. And so if I can get a strong game from Tierra McGowan down low, I think that they can be in it. Give me Dallas plus 10. I like them. So we're on the same page here. I got Dallas winning the series. Whoo! What's the series prices? uh, Let me just quickly see what the best price I can get is. But if you want to talk about a seriously huge dog that has a shot, I really think Dallas is undervalued. I think Dallas is a very good team. And you talked about Agumba Wale and how she can occasionally be a little bit selfish when it comes to looking for a shot. I've mentioned Ewing Theory in the past with her, especially since the... Or just a reminder, the Wings managed to beat the Sky and the Aces without Agumba Wale in the lineup. So I know they're capable of pulling off some mm-hmm. upsets and that they're a very live team. But I see plus 520 to win the series, which I think is just an absolute bargain. Now, if they lose the series, am I going to be devastated about it? No, because they're five to one. But I think this is extremely mispriced. I think the 
I, I personally think the Suns should be closer to around minus 400 in the series. I think mm-hmm. minus 750 is ridiculous or minus 800. So I'm going to go where the value is. I'm going to take the the wings. I like how this team has played without a Goombawale recently. They have a pretty deep and underrated lineup. And if you want to talk about the actual bigger prices, if you end up taking wings in three, you could get 14 to one on both the wings to win game one, lose game two and win game three, or to lose game one, win game two and win game three. They're both 14 to one. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that. I think if it goes back to Dallas, I think Dallas wins the series and I think they could take one. So if you want to talk about some value and where the, and where a long dog might end up lying, I think this is your best bet. And I think plus five twenty is ridiculous. You could take that or you could live a little and go with 14 to one, but I'm not picking the wings to sweep. I'm not going to be crazy with it, but I do think the wings are going to win one of these first two games. And at that point you have a hedge at home. And let's just point out that this Connecticut Sun team also lost to the, um, what, what are they called? They also lost to the Chicago Sky, who were a six seed, 16 and six last year in the first game when the Sun were the one seed. So, I mean, it hasn't, <laughs> it ha- they haven't fared well in these. And they won the first game. That's the thing. They won the first game, then lost the last two. So this Sun team has had times where they kind of folded in the playoffs and last year was indicative of it. Maybe it's a, you know, a little bit of thought of we got to put on a better showing this time, but I don't know. I just think that 10 is way too much for a Dallas team that's been playing a lot better. And like you said, they beat the, they beat the sky. They beat the aces as the team they are now. They've had the reps. They gotten everything together. They know what their rotations. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I like Dallas. And I'll, I'll tell you what Dallas to win the series. I think that's a fun bet. What was the price on that? Just to uh, win? Uh, to win the series, I found plus 520. I'm actually going to get down on that. I just think that's a great deal. Yeah. And for a team that it's very, very, very possible. Very, very possible they win this series. Once so, yeah, again, absolutely. if they win one of two and you get scared, you could literally hedge. And I'm curious what the spread would be in a hypothetical game three in Dallas. Dallas won't be favored, but what? They'll be like plus 160, plus 150? Yeah. You can be. go on the other end, take Connecticut minus 200, and suddenly you hedge a plus 520 with minus 200. Yeah, I agree. I like it. All right, moving on to the last game of the slate. We have the Washington Mystics playing the Seattle Storm in Seattle, 10 p.m. on the East Coast, 7 p.m. on Pacific. We have three and a half for the Seattle Storm. 159 is the total. Let's go peek over at an injury report here. And we have Natasha Cloud, who is questionable with the undisclosed injury. That's going to be a concern. We have uh, Heinz Allen, who is probable with an illness. And then a clean injury report for the Seattle Storm. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm trying to, I'm trying to formulate what I even like because I think these two teams are evenly matched. But because I think they're evenly matched, I think that three and a half is a little bit too much. But it's also you know cross country on the road, and no, if, if. Natasha Cloud doesn't play, then I'm all all the way in on Seattle. So that's going to be a determining factor to me. I'm waiting to see what happens with Natasha Cloud, see how her health is, if she is 100% or anything close to it. But this, both of these two defenses have been absolutely 
again, as Moon Alpha say, absolutely fantastic over the course of the entire season. I think everybody's going Seattle's way because, you know, Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, all of that. But you still have Elena Del Don on the uh, other side of court here. And when I just think about Ariel Atkins and her ability to score the basketball, especially from three, and then if you bring in Tasha Cloud, who does play that game, and her playmaking ability as well, I, I don't know. I really like this Washington team. I've been bold on this Washington team for over the course of the playoffs. And I've actually kind of confused because this line, we talked about it earlier. They're 12 to 1 to win the championship. They were 10 to 1 just a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what any what happened that was any different that made you think that they had less of a chance. I guess because people are putting more stock into the Seattle Storm, but I think it's a close game. Maybe the Storm still win on the money line. I'll take the three and a half. I'm going with the Storm in this one. That was my main takeaway from the ridiculous Sunday game, besides the fact that Phoenix has no chance against the Aces, no matter what they try. Seattle, I just think, is a better team than Washington. Mm-hmm. I thought Seattle was incredible. And Jewel Lloyd went for... I don't know if... She, did she ever get to 40 in the end, or she finished at 38? No, I don't think she got to 40. I thought she ended at 38, but Brianna Stewart, we know, is amazing. Sue Bird was good in the game. The whole team was really good. But my main point that I made going into Sunday was resting your star players so they don't get hurt. And what do you know? Washington starts Natasha Cloud in a meaningless basketball game, and she gets injured in the first half. Mm -hmm. Washington deserves to get swept. They're stupid. The coach is an idiot. I'm going with the storm because I, you, you base, you injured your point guard in a meaningless game before the playoffs. What are you doing? Give me the storm in two. I think this sweep. <laughs> I they're also at home for both, so that that's going to help. Yeah, yeah, no, that helps. But I've seen them split over at Washington. I think that these two teams. I just think that if they didn't have that incredible game for the last game of the season, that this line is really like one and a half two. I I don't think that is three and a half. I really don't. I think that this is like one and a half, two. They only and played so that, one home game this season. It was early. It was mid-June, mid to late June. Storm won by 14. Other two games were in Washington. But Seattle's 13 and five at home. Washington's 10 and eight on the road. So I get what your point is about potentially overreacting to what happened on Sunday. I just cannot get past the fact that Washington injured their starting point guard in a meaningless regular season game to end the year. Give me Seattle. Yeah, no, I'm on Washington. Plus three and a half. Okay. All right. For you think cloud our, plays? You said what? Do you think cloud plays? I, I yeah. I'm only on if if is if she plays. If she doesn't play, then I'll pivot over to Seattle. But I think I I don't know. I don't know the the severity of the injury or. But I I from what the energy I felt from Natasha Cloud when I was in the stadium with her and literally like couple of feet away from her, she's gonna play. She's gonna play. She'll you have she has to be a dead carcass before she misses this game. And if she plays, I think they have a chance. She said on Monday that her knee is good to go and it's been confirmed. But they said that she did about two thirds of practice. So clearly she's not a hundred percent, which is concerning because I think these teams are somewhat close to each other. But your your main point guard, the leader of the offense who has seven assists now is like less than a hundred percent. 
I think you need to be all hands on deck against Seattle on the road. I think they lose both games personally, but that's just me. I think they potentially lose game one. I just think that it's going to be like a one or two point game. These are okay. really fun games. All right. Let's go ahead. Before we get into our lock and dog, we got to get paid. And Ring and Pool is a home of competition that brings sports fans and their social circles together to compete and connect. They are running our NFL Survivor Contest. And so you could have Survivor Contest, Pick'em Contest, Fantasy Pools, all that stuff up there. Hop in now to reserve your spot in our Survivor Contest $500 cash and a $250 SGPN gift card to the winner. Sign up at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players around the world. They have over 4 million users, and you can now play their new over-under game. Look, you just pick players, pick their props, put them into the contest, and you can win from 2 to 20 times the money you put in. And the NFL season is around the corner. Sleeper is the first sports contest built into a fantasy experience. You can literally pick the over-under for your players from your fantasy squad. So it can be like a kind of an emotional hedge. If you need somebody to go off or if you think that you just have shitty luck like I do, I'm probably just going to pick the props for my opponent's players because they always go off when they play me. It's, it's no, it's never in doubt. They're, my opponent's players always go crazy when they play me. So on your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and get your $100 match on your first deposit. Terms, conditions, apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Trade Coffee is... Look, they personalize coffee bags for you. You just take the coffee quiz and they will personally get you the right coffee beans. They'll grind them the right way. They will make sure that you have exactly what you need to have your perfect cup of joe. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. There's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Drinktrade.com slash SGP to take that quiz and get $30 off. And we've all been in a situation where we need a helping hand, a helping hand. But now, instead of depending on somebody else for a helping hand, you can depend on yourself. Future you with the Dave app that allows you to get $500 instantly with extra cash. Look, it's like a helping hand from helping a helping hand from you, from future you. It's really actually tackle any expenses that you really, really need. Dave app, there's no interest or credit check needed. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get five hundred up to $500 instantly. Terms, conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applies. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this. We'll go, we'll do a lock dog and we'll do a series bet. We'll, we'll throw out a series bet as well. So for my lock, I am going with I'm going with I'm going with Dallas plus 10. I just think that this is going to be a close game. I think Dallas is going to make this a close game on the road. Whether they get the win or not, I think that it's going to be a very valiant effort, and Connecticut is going to get punched in the mouth because they think that it's you know, going to be a little bit easier to roll over this Dallas team. Give me Dallas plus 10. That is my lock. For my dog, I will take the New York Liberty first half money line. That is plus 200. New York Liberty first half money line. 
I think that they compete, and I think that they come into this. They've been starting a lot of games slowly over this final stretch. I think they come into this saying, we need to get out fast. We need to get out in a hurry. We need to make our mark in this game, especially on the road in a hostile environment, home of the defending champions. Let's go out there and let's really, really ball out this first half. I'll take New York Liberty to at least be winning the first half, plus 200. And for my series bet, let's do... I think I'm I think I'm with I think I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Probably have to yeah. Just give me Dallas to win the series. Dallas to win the series. You say what was that? Plus five hundred, plus five fifty, yeah, something plus like that. Plus five thirty, something plus like that. Plus five thirty. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give me Dallas to win the series plus five thirty. we've seen this Connecticut team just not be able to figure it out at times. And it, and they've been hot as of late. But if this is one of the times that they cool down, then they can absolutely just kind of fold this series away. So I'll take Dallas as a really big dog for my series bet, but go ahead and give me Dallas as plus 530 to win the series. By the way, besides the order, they actually do have correct scores now. Dallas to win in three is seven to one. Oh, well, yeah, because I don't... Why, wait, yeah, duh. Give me that. Wait, yeah, give me that. That's way better. Yeah, Dallas to win in three, seven to one. Okay, just letting you know. Yeah, that was way better. Thank you. Why would I ever? Why would I take plus five thirty and I'm getting seven? I'm I was going to say Dallas, Dallas to sweep is nineteen to one. Yeah, no, there's no way. I don't think that they sweep. Yeah, give me that seven to one. All right, Dallas will win three seven to one. That's my series bet. All right, Scott, what's your lock dog and series bet? Okay, so my question for you: Can I do yes. multiple series? Oh my bad. What? Can I do like a series lock and then just do a regular dog or something, or do I have to do game? Lock and dog. No, whatever you want to make your lock dog. And, you know, if you do a series lock, then we're just going to have to take a couple episodes to see if you catch your lock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to matter in the end, but for the actual lock, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to lay the, I'm going to lay the double digits. I, I can't avoid it. I'm going to take the aces minus 14 and a half. I really don't know how Phoenix keeps this game close. Mm-hmm. I think Vegas beats them. I actually found 14, so I'll take 14 flat. But I don't know how Phoenix keeps this game close. We saw in the finale with Chicago half kind of caring, not really, and Phoenix actually trying for seeding. They lost by 15. However, they did outscore Chicago 21-12 in the fourth quarter. So they were getting absolutely murdered. They scored eight points in the first quarter. Uh, they were down double digits at the end of, at the end of the first half. They were down roughly 20 and change. They were down 20 four points after three quarters, and then Chicago didn't care. So I just saw Phoenix get smacked by the second best team in the league. Now they face the best team in the league on the road where they're awful. Give me the aces. I think they win this game by 30. I think this gets really, really ugly very, very quickly. All right. So I'll take 14 there, or I'll lay 14 there as my lock. And for my dog... Oh, what do I want to do? You know what? I'm going to go with the series thing like you did. Give me Dallas to just win the series. I'm not going to go with the 2-1. I'll just go with them to win the series at plus 520. I just think it's extremely mispriced, and I'm going to go where the value is. I think that Dallas should be closer to around plus 350, 300. Mm-hmm. Regular season series, by the way, Dallas did win 2-1. to one. So Dallas has actually been good against Connecticut this season. I just think it's a crazy price. So I'm going to go with Dallas to win the series at plus 520 as my dog. And for my series price, I'm going to lay the wood. 
here. I'm going to go with the Storm to win the series at minus 165. I like them in the series anyway, and mm-hmm. the Sunday game just told me how good this team actually is. And Tina Charles did not play well at all, and they still scored 100-plus points against the Aces. I just think the Storm team's on another level. And once again, Washington injured its starting point guard. And even if Cloud can play, she couldn't get through the entire practice. So I know she's below 100%, but Seattle's been very good at home. The first two games are at home, and I have concerns about Cloud's injury. So give me the Storm to win the series at minus 165. If you want the Storm to sweep, that's plus 150. But I'll take the easier I'll take the easier choice. I'll go with the Storm to win the series. All right. I like it. I like it. I love it. Let's keep it moving. Hopefully, we have some very, very good success. Note to self, I gave out a plus 500 Dallas to win the series in the NBA, and it cashed. So, I'm actually multiple times. I did that multiple times because I gave that out for the Suns series too. Gave that against the Suns and gave that out against the Jazz when they went down 1-0 and they were plus, oh, I don't know how they gave me plus 500 down 1-0 <laughs> and Luka Doncic is coming back. But, hey, Dallas may be a, I'm telling you, Every sport in Dallas may be a cash cow except for the Cowboys. I'll bet this. Throw it into some. Well, the Cowboys are a cash cow. Just bet against them. Yeah. But there we go. See, look, every, Dallas, every sport that, in Dallas is a cash cow. The thing is, even if you don't want to bet that much on Dallas, throw it in some future parlay. Do something. But 520 mm-hmm. is a crazy just value play. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Other than that, Scott, you got anything for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, we're going to be back at some point later on uh, this week. I'm not exactly sure what the official schedule is because we covered the game ones for uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll be back Friday or Thursday night. One of those two. Uh, Wednesday. What? Wait, when's the hold on? Let me get the schedule. I just moved off the screen. My bad. All right. So schedule. Yeah. Game two start on Saturday. So we'll be back Friday. Okay. Works for me. All right. Other than that, I mean, make sure you subscribe to WNBA Gambling Podcast if you haven't already. We're giving out winners. We're going through these entire playoffs, breaking down every single game. And make sure you hop in at Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Make sure you hop to the the merch store, store store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Wow, I couldn't get that out. He's at at Rysel Radio. I couldn't get that out either. He's at Rysel Radio. I'm at Really Real underscore underscore on Twitter. And, I mean, everybody, just have a great day. Have a great day because we're going to go make some money. We're going to have some upsets. This is going to be great. It's WNBA playoff time. We are seeing playoff basketball for the last time this year. Wow. Here we go. All right. Other than that, yeah, I really don't. I, I thought I had something. I was on a roll of what I was saying. but Should have ended on have a great day. Yeah, I should have. The have a great day was kind of a little good thing. That was that was kind of cool. We might. Have it was wholesome and it's, it's over now. So Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all right. All right, so now I have no idea how I'm in the podcast. So I'm just into it like this. We're out of here. <laughs>